A while back, we had a client who came to us who was struggling with his podcast. He'd been podcasting for two years, and he was still only getting 30 to 50 downloads an episode. And we taught him one simple shift that when combined with our launch and relaunch methodology, took him from around 30 downloads an episode to over a thousand downloads in a single day. And in this episode, I'm going to unpack exactly what we did so you can replicate it. Welcome to Insider Secrets to a Top 100 Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Elmer. Let's make your business binge-worthy. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, then you have definitely heard me talk about our launch and relaunch system and how this is the second of three key ingredients to getting your show in the top 100, not just once, but staying there week after week after week and gaining mass momentum with your show. So if you want to learn more about this, or if you're listening to this episode, and this is the first episode on the show you're listening to, and you're like, launch and relaunch system, what the heck? What is this? What are you talking about? Tell me more. Go back to episode 204, where we dive into that in greater detail. Because here's the thing. Most people hit publish on their podcast, expecting their show to take off. They spent hours preparing those episodes. They have poured their heart into delivering their best content and giving the most value inside the episodes that they release. And they figured out how to plug in the mic and where to hit record and how to upload it and what the heck an RSS feed is. And they figured all that stuff out. And so it's the day they're going to hit publish. They're going to quote unquote launch their podcast and they hit that publish button. They put a post about it on social media. Maybe they tell a few friends. Maybe they send an email out to their list. And they're thinking, if I just have good enough content, then people are going to listen. People are going to love this. People are going to leave me reviews. People are going to tell their friends. People are going to share this on their social media. They're going to text this episode to a friend of theirs. They're, oh my gosh, we're just having this conversation. You need to go listen to this episode, right? And they are so frustrated to find out that for all the time and energy and effort that they put in, that they're only getting 20 downloads an episode. Holy cow, only 22 people are listening to my podcast. What am I doing wrong? What am I not doing that I'm supposed to be doing? Because I'm doing all the things the experts have told me to do. I spent the heck out of Googling how to launch a podcast and how to start it effectively. And I followed all the steps. Most of these podcasters are lucky. I tell you lucky to get, I don't know, 2,000 downloads their first year if they stay in the game that long. Most of them quit after episode six, frustrated that their show did not give them the results that they were looking for. And maybe you're sitting here listening to my voice right now and you're like, holy cow. Those are terrible numbers. I'm about to start a podcast. And are you telling me that I'm going to do all of this work for nothing? Huh. Maybe you're having second thoughts. Or maybe you're sitting here listening to my voice and you're like, well, yeah, Courtney, that's me. I've been podcasting for a year. I'm embarrassed to tell people how many downloads I'm getting, so I don't say anything at all. I make it look like I have a really successful show. I post about it. I share about it. I'm always buzzing about it. But behind the scenes, if you would log into my analytics dashboard, you would see almost no one is listening. Or maybe you're in the boat where you did start a podcast and then you stopped it and you want to bring it back. 
but you're afraid that you're going to spend all that time and energy and effort again, only to wind up with the same results again. But I have good news for all of you, because the reason that most shows don't take off isn't because people didn't like the sound of your voice, or there were already too many podcasts on that topic, or that there was too much competition. But the simple fact that these podcasters didn't know how to stand out against it. They didn't know how to position their show to get more eyes, or should I say ears, on their podcast. How to become the number one in their podcasting niche and then leveraging that momentum to become a top 100 podcaster in their category and in the podcasting space as a whole. The key to being successful with a podcast, you might want to write this down, is not how much money you spend to produce it or how much time you spend to create those episodes or how good your episodes are or how much value you deliver to your listeners, but it's how well you differentiate yourself to attract the right audience so that you can grow. And more specifically, knowing exactly what levers to pull to make sure that your show stands out and gets the attention that it deserves. So let me be clear with you. There are seven elements that make up the launch and relaunch system that we teach our clients that you can put into place to ensure that your podcast stands out against the competition. And in this episode, we don't have time to dig into all of them. Plus a few of them are proprietary and we only teach them to our clients. But what I am going to do is I'm going to give you one of them that is going to give you an immediate competitive edge no matter what category you're in, and especially if you're in a more crowded category. And if you have an existing podcast, you can make this one simple tweak today. Today. And track it over the next few weeks, and I guarantee you will start to see some changes. But before I tell you what that is, we got to talk about why the podcast charts are so important. I want to demystify these podcast charts for you. So you've heard the term, the podcast charts. We all know top 100 means that you are in the top 100 on the podcast charts. And when we say podcast charts, we mean Apple. Because of all the podcast players out there, Apple is the only one that has an actual charting system in place. Now, this may change in the future. Other big players who are trying to compete with Apple may come out with their own charting systems. But at this point in time, Apple is the Mac daddy of them all. No pun intended. And there are five things that Apple looks at when looking at what shows to put on the charts. So those five things are they are looking at how many people are following the show, how many people are clicking the follow button, how many people are downloading the episodes, how many people are leaving a rating on the show. The rating is the star rating. And then how many people are writing a review? A lot of people lump those together and they say ratings and reviews and people think it's the same thing, but really ratings and reviews go together, but they are separate things that Apple looks at. And then fifth and finally, are people actually listening to the show? Are they listening not just to a little bit of the episode, but to all of the episode? And are they coming back to listen again? So these are some of the things that Apple looks at and considers when determining the popularity and or the air quotes success of a podcast. But the biggest driver 
of the charts, out of all five of those things, while all five of them carry some weight in the Apple algorithm, the biggest driver of those, as far as the charts are concerned, is downloads. If you want to chart your podcast, you need to increase downloads. And there's a bunch of strategies that you could do in order to do this. The one strategy you should not do is go buy downloads from people. Please do not do that. They have these bot farms where people will promote, you know, maybe you've gotten this before in your Instagram DMs other folder. It's there for a reason, people. It's spam. But you'll get these messages and it'll be like, hey, we see that you've got a great podcast. We would love to help you get more downloads on your podcast. Pay $9.99 US dollars, right? And we'll send you a thousand downloads or a hundred thousand downloads or whatever it is. It's all so silly to me because I'm like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Really? Are you serious right now? (laughs) Delete. But there's people out there doing that, right? And they send your show to this bot farm where all these downloads appear to come in. But guess what? That means absolutely nothing. It means absolutely nothing for your podcast. Why? Because those aren't real people. It's not actually doing anything for you. And Apple's going to pick up on it and they're going to go, uh-uh-uh, that's fake, shadow ban. And they're not going to show your show to anybody. So please don't do that, okay? There are a lot of things you could do to increase downloads. That is one that you should not do. But what I'm about to teach you next is something that, as far as I know, I'm the only person who teaches this. If you ever hear anyone else teaching this, they got it here. Because I've been in business for over seven years, and I've been podcasting for four of those, and I have never seen this taught anywhere. And it is a very simple strategy that when done right is going to help you get more eyes on your podcast. And it's releasing episodes on the quietest day of the week. Now, this blows people's minds when I tell them this, because most people say, well, I thought that I should be releasing on the most popular day of the week, right? If Amy Porterfield releases on a Tuesday, then I need to be releasing on a Tuesday as well so people see my content. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's actually the opposite, because if Amy Porterfield is pulling in 20 million downloads of her podcast on a Tuesday, then how are you, Susie Q, with zero downloads going to compete with that? Because Amy's driving the charts that day. And it's going to be a lot harder to compete. So what we want to do is we want to zig where everyone else zags. Or is it zag where they zig? Whatever. We want to do the opposite of what other people are doing. And here's why. Because if you do the research and you find out that Friday is a quieter day in your category, then you want to release your episodes on that day. Because when you, this is especially crucial when launching a podcast for the first time, and it has an impact for the life of your podcast going forward. But let's say when you're launching your podcast, right? You're telling everybody about it. You're driving traffic there. That's going to be one of the highest days of traffic that your podcast gets, especially out the gate. And so what we want to do is we want to drive all that traffic to that show. And on a quieter day, you will have a chance at driving the charts. So I mentioned that we had a client who came to us after a couple of years of podcasting, frustrated that their show was not giving them the result that they wanted. They're like, oh, I've been releasing episodes like clockwork. I've been doing everything that the experts tell me to do. And I'm still only getting 30 downloads an episode. 
And I'm just wondering if I should give up. Is this savable? Is this salvageable? I don't know. And I said, yeah, of course it is. We got some work to do. But here's what we're going to do. And we taught him our launch and relaunch methodology, all seven elements. What I'm giving you today is just one of them. And if you really want to make your podcast stand out, you're going to need all seven. But the one that I'm giving you today, I'm giving you because it's not common knowledge. And it's such an easy tweak that you can make. And we said, look, right now you are releasing episodes on the busiest day in your specific category. So you can continue to do that and compete with all the bigger shows in your category. Or we could simply switch your release day to the quieter day in your category and see what happens. And he's like, I will do anything you tell me to do. Let's do it. So we did it. And we helped him relaunch his podcast and execute the launch and relaunch system. And he broke the Apple Top 100 in his category for the first time in over two years of podcasting with over a thousand downloads to his podcast in a single day. He was over the moon, not just because of the downloads and the rankings. That was certainly exciting. But he said, now I have hope and belief that this can work. And it gave him what he needed to keep going. And here's the thing. Most of what I teach in the podcasting space is not rocket science. In fact, observing human behavior was what helped me start my podcast. Back when I started my podcast over four years ago, I was a new mom. My son was probably about 18 months old at the time, and he was not in daycare. He was home by choice, which meant that for me, growing my business that I was working in the nooks and crannies of the day when he would take a nap. And some days he wouldn't nap. So on those days, I'm like pulling my hair out, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to respond to these emails? When am I going to have time to create that content? And I was posting on social media, getting nowhere fast, pouring hours and hours into creating content that got two likes, four spam comments, and zero people in my DM saying, hey, I'd love to work with you. So sometimes the only hands-free time that I could get in a day was to strap my son in his stroller, put my AirPods in, load him up with snacks and go for a walk in our neighborhood. And I would just binge listen to podcasts. And I would listen to all the big names that you know and love. And I would listen to all the things that they were telling me I needed to do to be successful with my marketing. And then one day it dawned on me and I was like, hold on a minute. Here I am listening to all the things these people are telling me to do every week. And it's adding more and more to my plate. And it's creating more and more stress and anxiety for me and putting more and more on my shoulders of the pressure of the type of content that I needed to be putting out there and the, the degree of content, and the quality of content and the consistency of the content and the, the frequency of the content. And it was driving me nuts because I'm like, I have 30 minutes a day to work. How am I going to do all of that? And I'm like, here I am looking at what they're telling me to do, but not looking at what they're doing. Podcasting. And so I started studying, not what they were saying to do, but actually what they were doing. And fast forward four years later, I'm now the host of a show that's a globally ranked top 1% podcast with thousands of downloads a month that brings in new leads and clients every single month. That's growing 4,038% faster than my Instagram account ever did. And we've helped dozens and dozens of people get results just like these simply by applying strategies like the one that I'm teaching you today. So again, the strategy that I gave you today, releasing your episodes on the quietest day, is one facet. It's one aspect of our launch methodology that can help a new podcast 
hit the charts from the moment they launch, or that can help a plateaued podcast break through that plateau and get on the charts and start building that momentum again, getting in front of new listeners. And the best part of all of it is that unlike what you might assume, because this is what a lot of people teach, you know, you got to go get on 47 different platforms now that you have a podcast to promote the podcast that you thought was going to take the place of having to be on 47 platforms in the first place. And the good news is you don't have to do that. This is not anything extra you have to do. It's a simple switch. Now, one little caveat is that there is no one quietest day of the week across the board. Every category is different. But with a little bit of research and a little bit of elbow grease, you can figure out which day is the quieter day in your category, and then you can make the conscious, informed decision as the host of your podcast, whether or not it's a good move for you to shift your episode release schedule. And this matters more if you're releasing once a week, because you're going to have to let your listeners know, hey, we're now moving from Tuesdays to Wednesdays or Wednesdays to Fridays. But if you've got multiple episodes that you're releasing every week, just make sure one of them is going out on that quieter day and then track it over time and watch what happens. And I'd love it if you'd report back to me and let me know. And in the meantime, while we're waiting on those metrics to come in, come with me to the next episode because we're going to talk about the one thing that most people think is a problem, especially when starting a podcast. And it's this idea that, oh my gosh, I need a big audience if I'm going to be successful with this. And I'm going to show you why you don't need a big audience to be successful at podcasting. And the one thing that every top 100 host does to attract new listeners every single day to their show and convert those listeners to leads for their business so that you can steal these same strategies and make your business binge worthy. As you might've heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop, where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. 